Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 3, verses 31 through 36. This comes after our previous text where some of John the Baptist's disciples observing that people are going to Jesus and his disciples to be baptized. They're asking questions about that. Maybe like, which baptism is more legitimate? Which one is more effective? And is it okay with you, John the Baptist, that some of the people are going to him? In verse 31, John, the gospel writer, finishes out the content of what we know as chapter 3, shedding some light on the conversation that John the Baptist just had with the people who are questioning him and discussing these things in the previous text. John writes, He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven is above all. So you notice right away in verse 31 that that same idea is repeated twice, once at the beginning of verse 31, once at the end, that he who comes from heaven or he who comes from above is above all. That, of course, is in reference to Jesus. Jesus Christ, the Messiah. This is building on the notion that John the Baptist ended the previous text with saying, he must increase Jesus, I must decrease John the Baptist. And in between those two repeated elements of verse 31, it says, he who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. In other words, John the Baptist is of the earth, he belongs to the earth, and he speaks in an earthly way, just like the prophets of old, just like the Jewish leaders, just like anybody who's been born on the earth, like you and me or anybody else except Jesus Christ who came from above, who came from heaven. And so this contrast between coming from above and being above all versus being on the earth and being earthly draws out this comparison between Jesus Christ, who John the Baptist says must increase, and any human like John the Baptist or you or me who must decrease. And again, we talked about that more at length in our previous devotion. Verse 32, he bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Again, John the Gospel writer is referring to Jesus Christ. He's come from above, he's come from heaven, and he bears witness to the things that he's seen and heard from heaven, which is ultimate truth, ultimate reality. But John the Gospel writer says no one receives his testimony, and of course he doesn't mean no one, no one. Obviously some people had received his testimony, like the people who were going out to be baptized by Jesus' disciples, like John the Baptist himself. And in receiving his testimony, just like we learn in John chapter 1 verse 12, to those who received him, who believed in his name. He gave the right to become children of God. These people who are receiving Jesus' testimony are saved. They're forgiven. They're reconciled to God. They're promised a place in heaven. And to a degree, a little bit of what John's saying here is still true today. Yet no one receives his testimony. That doesn't mean no one, no one. That means that the majority of people don't receive the testimony of Jesus by faith in him. And you and I want to make sure that we're not part of that group. We want to make sure that we're part of the group who receives his testimony. Doesn't just believe him in the way that people earlier in chapter 2 believed him only because of his signs, but didn't receive him. But we want to fully receive him and believe in his name. Verse 33 says, whoever does receive his testimony sets his seal to this. That is like a seal on a letter or a document back in the first century. It's a form of authentication. Whoever receives Jesus' testimony authenticates that God is true. Verse 34, for he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the spirit without measure. So the reason that we want to pay attention to the one who is from 
above, the one who is from heaven, the one who is above all, Jesus Christ, is because he utters the words of God. What we hear from Jesus are the very words of God because he is God. Verse 35, the Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. So here we get a little bit of a glimpse of what's going on inside the Trinity. The Father has given all things into the hand of the Son. So that is to suggest that the Father has supreme authority, but he gives some of that to the Son. It's a delegated authority over everything in creation. And that is, if you remember back to a text we covered a few days ago, that is the creation that he himself, the Son, made. God the Father created everything through the Son, and the Son has been given authority over all of that by the Father. When we get to verse 36, the last verse of the chapter, we're going to hear the gospel writer John wrap this all up again with the same theme that has been repeated over and over and over so as to suggest that we can't get this wrong. It's crystal clear. Verse 36 says this, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. There are some important things to consider from just this verse. First of all, our natural condition is a condition of being under the wrath of God. Not only were we born stained with sin, but we've committed sin after sin after sin since we were born, and those departures from perfection get us sideways with our Creator. Not just a little bit, but a whole lot. So much so that the way that's described is that we are under His wrath. But verse 36 has some good news in it. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. The way that we come out from under the wrath of God is believing in the Son. When we believe in the Son, the Son, Jesus, is the one who lived on this earth. He lived a perfect life. He was not stained with sin when he came into this earth, and he never sinned one time while he was here. He met the righteous requirements of God's law without one single flaw. And then he died on the cross to pay the penalty for sin, which is death. He rose again, defeating sin, death, and the power of the devil. So anybody who puts their faith in Christ, who receives him, who believes in his name, they can have the perfection that he lived that we can't attributed to them, and they can have the penalty that they owe God for their sin, Mark paid, because of the payment Christ made in their place on the cross. The last clause of this verse that we have to deal with, it says, whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life. That's not to suggest that the way that we earn eternal life is through obedience, by doing good works, by trying harder in our own power, but that is to suggest that when a person truly receives Jesus Christ and believes in his name, and upon doing that, they are filled with the Holy Spirit that puts a desire in them to obey God and his commands. And over time, not because we're so good or disciplined or faithful, but because the Holy Spirit is at work in us, over time, we will become more and more and more obedient and submissive to the Son, to Jesus Christ. So if you're not obeying the Son, it indicates that you haven't received the Son or believed in his name. And if that's the case, you're not going to see life. Friends, I would keep John 3 close to your heart. I'd keep it near and dear. You might even want to go through it and memorize John 3. Might want to go back and listen to our devotions again, because there is so much very important, very powerful teaching in these passages. That's not to suggest that other parts of the Bible aren't as important. They are also God-breathed. But John 3 is a great place to start. It's a great portion of scripture to let sink deep into the marrow of your bones. Come back for John 4 next time. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily 
Pinto sponsored The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.